Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, mamas. What's good? What's the tea? What's the juice? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. If this is your first time tuning in, go ahead, hit subscribe, turn on them post bell notifications. New episodes drop every Thursday, so there's no excuse. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Sound off in the comments, sound off in the reviews. Thank you, Okay, let's get into it. If you are a visual mama, my apologies. No visual this week. Uh, I'm tired. I've got a lot to do today. And quite frankly, I'm feeling a little burnt out. But you know what? It's okay. I'm not going to complain. However, I also do have a face of makeup that just, it looks so crazy. And I'm late. So sorry. It's just an audio episode poor but to paint you a picture i am currently laying on my back on my couch looking at the stars well not the stars a disco ball in my living room and uh, i've got got my feet kicked up on my the, the 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 arm of my couch yeah and uh i'm looking real cute and gorgeous okay Big double D titties, teeny weeny, itsy bitsy waist, and a big Okay, poor. So, yeah, just imagine all that. Anyways, life updates. This past week, I went to one of my besties' graduations. He graduated after six years. It's been a long time coming. But he did it. So congratulations, Chacho, if you are listening. I live, laugh, love you, King. And yeah, I'm excited to see what blessings and opportunities come your way. But uh, it it was it was interesting seeing that. And there's a lot of milestones going on around me, like one of my other close friends. She recently got married. I talked about that. And, you know, a lot of my friends are graduating, having children. It's just it's wild because sometimes I forget that I am an adult. It's like 
it, it's an issue in my life. Like I, I, I failed to understand that I'm 28 years old and like everyone around me is starting families, getting in their career path and just doing the damn thing. And I'm like, wow, here we are. We fucking did it. But his graduation, little after party kickback, it was great. It was a amazing time, honestly. Good people, good drinks. We had a, you know, little little toke sesh with Miss Oregano. Might have had a shroom or two. Uh, but wow, it, it was great. He had a, a big ass, like 20 foot inflatable slide. We had a water balloon fight, water gun fight. We played games. It was just a great time. I was there like all day from like 11 or yeah, I was like 11 when it started. And like I was, I left at 4 a.m. the next morning. Great time. Um, A lot of us needed that. I, I, I'm, there was like a few guys there and like you could just tell they were healing their inner child. It, it, that's what it, it genuinely everyone was like. That's exactly what it looked like. Um, Great time. Great time. Do fun stuff as an adult okay break out a routine I mean I know it was like a celebration for something but like he he went all out that slide I didn't actually get on the slide and I'm upset about that but I was a little fucked up and I felt like I was gonna puke if I got up on there but I was watching everybody and I did participate in everything else and it was just gorgeous gorgeous but um yeah that's that's on that congratulations Chacho. I also Watched Miss Kiki for the first time. Irrelevant information, but um, you know, it's it it was a milestone for me. <laughs> um, Miss Kiki's first car wash. <laughs> I was a little upset because that same evening, I don't know if I went through some mud or dirt or whatever, but there's little particles trailing up her body, and it's just so unfortunate because car washes are not cheap. So I think I'm going to get like a monthly car wash subscription where I can just go to the car wash every other day and vacuum it out. I'm doing a good job, though. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back. Can y'all hear that? I'm patting myself because I've, I've really kept her clean. And that's that was my biggest concern. I can get a little messy, you know, not dirty, but messy. There's a difference. OK, I don't have like plates and uh, fast food and funky smells going on but you know a lip gloss here a pair of sunglasses there some purses some backup clothing stuff you know uh, but this car I'm determined to keep her as pristine as possible tidy spick and span so I've been wiping her down daily I've been taking everything out at the evening there is nothing in her except a duffel bag a speaker and like lip gloss in my you know console compartment but um that's about it there's nothing in the floorboards I've been vacuuming her out and I'm just I'm really proud of myself honestly so proud of myself again not sure if white was the best decision but you live and you learn you know I don't want to say I'm having buyer's remorse because I do love my car she's great she drives so smooth and there's a lot of cool features, you know. Uh, these luxuries have never been available to me. So maybe some of y'all listening have like some fancy schmancy car and y'all are like, oh, bitch, what? You, 
that's not that big of a deal. But to me, it's a big deal. I found out my car has lane assist. Okay, if you're not familiar, basically, it turns into a Tesla and starts driving itself. And I thought that was so crazy. Uh, but let's talk about that because it, it, I could see it potentially being a, a huge hazard. Now, if your car has lane assist, I do not recommend you taking your focus off the road. Still very much be focused. But, uh, you know, you can kind of take your hands off the wheel a little bit maybe I don't know my car personally see I'll I'll turn on lane assist and the, the icon will display on the dash but the icon will go back and forth between being white and being green and if it's green Oh, it's driving, bitch. It's doing its thing. I was on some topsy-turvy road the other day, and my car made that whole turn on its own. And I was flabbergasted. Of course, I kept my hands close to the wheel because, like, bitch, that could have been a disaster. But um, it still did it. However, the fucking feature will go in and out of working. When it's white, when the icon is white, it's not driving. Even though I have it on and it's turned on, it's not recognizing the roads or something. I don't know. But on the highway, it's pretty consistent. It stays on green pretty much the whole time. I don't know. Maybe some of these roads out here, it's just not got a good grasp of or a good map. I don't know. But um, I thought it was really pussy. The other day I was driving home and on the highway the whole time I had it on cruise control and lane assist and my car pretty much once I got on the highway drove me all the way home like 30 exits by itself completely on its own I, I did kind of get scared I was like oh shit I might fall asleep like this is just too uh convenient until it's not and then you know it goes out of the mode and then you know you're, you're getting hit god forbid that's not happening okay we're not speaking that into existence miss kiki you're great you're gorgeous and i love you but i am a ooh, bitch <laughs> what anyways i'm trying to step my makeup game up my application my products and just trying to you know do some cuter looks I kind of stick to the same thing every day a little touch of blush mascara and in my inner corner but I want to get good at eyeliner I did it fairly well a few days ago and I was like okay bitch you, you could actually do this but it's hard to find a good eyeliner that lasts like I have been going through so many eyeliners this, this past week, trying different ones. So if y'all have any recommendations or y'all, you know, got the tea, please let me know because um, some of them, they like bleed. Others, they don't last. Others, just the, the application is sloppy. I do think I prefer like a felt tip. I did today actually got this little... I think it was like they called it hella um, skinny or hella thin. Hella thin. I think that's what it was by NYX. And that so far is the best eyeliner that I have used. But I'm sure there's something better out there. So let me know. I'm, you know, trying out white uh, water lines. And I bought like two or three different ones. And honestly, the best one was the Maybelline Tattoo. It was the cheapest and the best yeah the urban decay one it's all right but it's a little too pearl like pearlescent if 
if you will. Whereas the Maybelline one is just white as snow and it's very pigmented and it lasts better than the Urban Decay in my opinion. But um, yeah, I'm trying to step it up. I'm trying to get more creative with my looks. So um, that's on that. Anyways, um, right now I'm going to go on a break and wipe some of this makeup off because I've got black lipstick that I put gel eyeshadow over and my I look like Amy Winehouse with this eyeliner it's, it's a mess I did also try today Tarte's new um the like the oil lip and cheek product that kind of like changes color or kind of like sets in and gets uh more intense and y'all that shit is great just saying i'm obsessed with it. it it's like a little goes a long way it goes on clear for like half a second and then it just starts developing into this perfect color that's got such a nice dewy finish and wow it gave me such a nice sun-kissed look i got the purple one i don't know what shade what the shade is called but um it's purple and it's great it's gorgeous but those are all the life updates I got for y'all. So I'm going to go on a break, like I said. And when I come back, I'm going to share stories of my mischievous past, like my childhood. And I also have some submissions you girls sent in that I'm going to be reading. And, you know, that'll be that. So stay tuned. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. 
podcast, we sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. All right, girls, I'm back. Let's get into these stories of my childhood. These stories mostly take place from ages five to about 13. So very much my early development during that time period, at least, uh, the majority of people who encountered me would describe me as a golden child. Truth be told, I was very well behaved. I was quiet. I didn't get in trouble that much. And I just, I just really, I was almost too good to be true, you know? I was an I was an angel, a saint. But at the same time, I was very sneaky. I had a little mischievous side, but I didn't let many people see that, okay? It didn't really start catching up to me until later on, except my mother did bust me. Okay, so I'm not making this shit up. I started shoplifting when I was about five or six years old. Um, I always admired jewelry and my mother's jewelry. We used to go through her jewelry collection all of my childhood up until my adult years. We would kind of do the same back and forth. I would show her my jewelry and vice versa. And it was a bonding experience, but I've always been very um, obsessed with jewelry, right? Shiny things. I'm a little crow. And uh, when I was younger, my mother would go to Parisians and Dillard's and all these department stores and I would you know snag pieces of jewelry here and there and the thing was is when my mother would be checking out at the register or uh, when she maybe she'd be like trailing behind me going to the car I would run off and I would throw these things in the car very sly and run back to her we would start headed to the car heading to the car and I'd be like oh my god look what I found look what I found mommy She was convinced for the longest, would tell everybody that I was like a good luck charm because we always found jewelry together. But little did she know I was, you know, doing what I did until third grade. I believe she found a shoebox that I had filled with all of my treasures. She confiscated and kept them for herself, made me believe that the cops were going to pick me up and I was in big trouble. But uh, I think she was a little easy on me that time because little did I know she was also quite the klepto okay it wasn't until my like I think I was like 19 or 20 when she confronted me about shop shoplifting again and she's like you know did you think all those times we went to the mall that I was buying all those pieces of clothing I'm like what what are you saying she's like like mother like child we're one and the same the apple don't fall too far from the tree Okay, um, then we started kind of going on little heists, as I would call it, together. Great bonding experience. That sounds so fucked up, and I wish I was kidding, but at the same time, I don't regret it whatsoever. It was such a high. It was such um, <laughs> it was such a time in my life. Me and my mother going to all these different stores and just 
robbing them. And nobody ever suspected a thing because my mother at the time was disabled in a wheelchair. And I was just this little queer, innocent looking queer. So no one ever caught on to us until my mother got arrested and then I got arrested. But I was a klepto for many years. And I'm telling y'all way too much. But re-fucking-wind back to third grade. She did catch me. She confiscated my little box of treasures. And I kind of stopped doing that for a long time. Up until I had one little slip up. I think I was in sixth grade. So I had stopped taking jewelry. I was kind of growing up at that point. And I'm like, oh my God, this is not okay. This is not good. This is what bad people do. This is like a criminal activity. Um, so I stopped doing that. But then in like fifth or sixth grade, I was sent to the gas station. I, I lived in these apartments, Durant off Sugarloaf. I don't know if they're still called that anymore, but I, I lived there from like, I think fourth to sixth grade. But anyways, one day, my mother sent me and my brother to the gas station up the street to get breakfast, essentially. But she gave us like 10 bucks, eight or nine, 10 bucks, something like that. Not enough to feed her, my little sister, and me and my fat ass brother. Like, we both were big, chunky motherfuckers. And, you know, a gas stations already be taxing. So, what the fuck am I going to get us all to eat, fill our tummies up on $8? Okay, so I did what I had to do. I put a few little extras in my sleeve. And yeah, on the walk back home, I pulled one of my little, you know, my my extras out. And I started eating it. And my brother was like, what? You didn't pay for that? Beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, shut up. I know you want some. So I gave him some of my goodies, you know. And I was like, you can't tell on me, okay? Like, I'm feeding you. I'm feeding your fat ass, okay? So don't tell on me well what did he do he told on me okay he fucking told on me and I did get in trouble that time um that time and ongoing my punishment was historically shaving my head because y'all could take my devices y'all could take my phone whatever I didn't care like okay poor I'm grounded I don't care I'll stay inside okay I don't want to get stinky and sweaty anyways so ongoing my punishment was getting my head shaved it was the only only thing that would really get me to act right because my hair was everything to me so uh, I I will say I was still pretty much a good child I just had little sneaky tendencies and um one of those other sneaky moments for me was I was living in these duplexes and there was this little boy Flavio. I think that was his name. He was one of my neighbors and we were like in a little moment where we weren't fucking with each other. And he kind of was like my bestie for a period. But for whatever reason, me and Flavio, we weren't we weren't really fond of each other in this this little period. And my mother is driving to our uh, house and we're passing his him and his family are outside and they all look at me and I had my hand outside of the window but like I had it like hugging the door pretty much where my mother couldn't see my hand and I flicked this motherfucker off just flicked him off and uh it turned into a big ordeal the the parents ran over to my mom tried to get buck with her threatened to I'm gonna bring out my piece um, basically threatened to shoot us. Um, and they just kept saying that I flicked them off. And my, and my mom was like, no, 
what are you talking about? I've been sitting here. None of that happened. And I'm like, yeah, none of that happened. I don't know what y'all are talking about. And, you know, I I, 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 I didn't ever tell my mother about that. I never did. Um, but, you know, she turned up on them. They turned up on her. And I'm just sitting there like, mm-hmm. deny, deny, deny. I didn't do that. I'm an angel. It was just shit like that. Um, I loved Ding Dong Ditch so much. Just the thought of that that adrenaline, you know, being mischievous and getting into trouble. It just it's an adrenaline rush, okay. And this is not me promoting being bad, but um, when you're a child, there's there's like a real thrill to kind of go against the grain and and be a nuisance and and disturb the peace, if you will. So Ding Dong Ditch was one of my favorite pastimes. Me and my friends would play that all the time. It was so much fun. Also, we had at these um, apartments like these huge privacy bushes that were kind of hollowed out at the base. So anybody walking past them, they're all kind of like the same height and everything. And no one really could see under them. Uh, but the inside of the bush was kind of hollowed out. So us youngsters, we could easily crawl back there. We were playing spin the bottle. We were uh, fucking, I had firecrackers. I would throw them out at people walking by just being a, a nuisance, you know, and back then, I, I, I feel like kids got away with a lot more. So um, if you're a child in, in today's day and age, please make smarter decisions because there is a lot more authority out there and a lot more discipline and people be causing scenes and calling police and all kinds of shit. So, you know, be careful out there. But back then we just kind of were doing whatever. We didn't give a fuck. Um, I remember the first time I ever cussed somebody out, like an adult, I think I was in like fifth grade. My brother had just gotten some like surgery done to his mouth. I think he had like a extra tooth that was kind of growing in his gums. They had to remove that. And like it was, his teeth were very fragile. And, um, so, oh my God, my cat just scared the fuck out of me. Duchess, you have no business going in that bathroom, okay? You have your own little toilet. Thank you. Shit. Uh, anyways, his mouth was very fragile, and he had to, like, get this, um, not braces, but something to kind of keep them in place, right? And he was giving one of our friends a piggyback ride, and the mother had pulled up and saw that, and she was not happy about it whatsoever. She came over and confronted my brother and I, she like pushed him and accidentally hit him in the face and he started crying and, you know, he, he had just had surgery done on his mouth. So I see my brother in distress and I see this woman put her hands on him and I, you fucking bitch, get your hands off my brother, ah! went off on this bitch and um, I stormed home. I'm like, come on, Taylor. I'm telling mom when it told my mom, my mom turned the fuck up on this bitch and it was just a whole event. And I'm telling my mom so proudly and I cussed her out and beep, 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 beep. my mom was just like, okay, settle down, but I'm proud of you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was the first time, first recollection I have of me cussing somebody out. And it, it was so empowering. It was, it truly was. Uh, what else? I feel like I had some other things written down. Damn, maybe look at your notes, Camo. 
Oh, there was also, I lived in these duplexes. There was these, this foreclosed house that me and some of the neighborhood kids, we would break into it and decorate the porch with furniture we found on people's curbs and shit. Yeah, what? I, I don't understand. And then they finally like, um, they fixed the screen on the porch and I guess they sold it or something. So we had to cut those activities short, but we were always just doing something up to no good. I miss being a kid, like being outside and having activities like that. And now we're just all on our phones. We're all on our devices and there's not a lot of engagement in comparison. I mean, I'm sure, you know, that a lot of people are still playing outside, but this generation, they don't got it like we did, okay? We were like the la- my generation was like the last generation where being a kid and like going outside and um just making do with what you had was a thing cuz now like just so many di- different options. Kids aren't as active, kids aren't uh as free as they, they were back in my generation, my day. I'm like the generation where we were uh where technology was kind of new. So now the children are just born into technology and they're so advanced on these devices, but they don't have the same experience, you know, as, as my generation did. So Hmm. anyways, any other stories? That's about it that I can think of. I probably should have put more thought because I'm not doing my childhood any justice. There was a lot of great memories that I just can't think of off the top of my head. But uh, on that note, I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I'm going to be reading some of y'all's stories. So stay tuned. She'll be right back. All right, girls, I'm back. Now let's get into your stories. I'm reading my DMs for the first time, so bear with me. Uh, But one of my... One of my homies, they, they, Sid, said I would ask all the girls in my preschool to see their underwear. Um, okay, um, a little coming of gay moment. Um, I love that for you. I do. You also ate chapstick. Okay, can't relate. Can't relate there. Um, yeah. Okay, someone said, please keep anonymous. I used to use my parents' massage chair as a vibrator at like six years old. One day they took it away because I think they knew. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me, queen? Okay, so if it makes you feel any better, I had this massager that I got. I was like in fifth or sixth grade and I would kind of use it for the same thing. Uh, Yeah, and um, I shouldn't have just shared that story. Uh, but anyways, we're, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Miss Kimberly was caught making out with a little boyfriend. My younger brother's baby shower. I was four years old. Making out. Making out at four years old. I, okay. That one. I, I'm not sure if I believe you, girl. Okay. Queen. You were for making out. Who knows how to make out at four years old? Maybe like a little peck on the cheek or something. Making out? Are you are you serious? Oh no, ma'am. Okay. 
one of my girlies, I'd be scrolling. I snuck out and did a line off my father's motorcycle. Oh my God. Speaking of sneaking out, um, see, I love reading these because now it's like sparking up old memories. See, when I sit and think about situations that I can talk about, blank, blank. But now that I'm reading some of these, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I used to sneak out with one of my besties actually my first gay friend that I had and we would sneak out their father was very strict however mama they were like divorced she would provide cigarettes to my homegirl and so we would sneak out of their father's house late at night and smoke them cigarettes so not coke wasn't doing lines but I was sneaking out smoking cigarettes thinking I was a badass Mm. let's see anonymous okay one time I went to my little friend's house because my mom was strict as hell and my homegirl's mom didn't give a fuck oh my god (laughs) you and me both okay per so of course I go to her crib and we end up leaving to meet boys of course she ends up staying out with a guy but I didn't and my ass couldn't go back home to my strict ass mother so I get a ride back to my homegirl's house alone who gave you this ride back Mind you, I was 14. It's pitch black dark and my little badass sneaks back into her house and her fucking German shepherd attacks me. I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. Ooh, yes, ma'am. That ass whooping was indeed one to remember. Wow. So like, how did she, how did they know that the dog didn't just attack you because you were getting something to, to drink? Huh? Weren't you staying at your... Anyways, I'm missing some details, but wow, I'm so sorry you had to get stitches, queen, and uh, I'm so sorry you had to get your ass beat. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Okay, kiddos outside. Okay, so there was another klepto. Oliver said, I was a kleptomaniac as a kid. Per, I'm glad to know I was not alone. Still don't know why, though. I distinctly remember one time I stole some cool shit, then wrote poetry about it about where I got it from to a teacher needless to say your boy was caught very tragic (laughs) okay okay so Miss Riley here my senior year we broke into a teacher's house during spring break there was a big friend group of us and another friend of ours was house sitting for an English teacher that everyone hated I never had her, I just wanted to party. Well, y'all broke into this bitch's house. So we all go over there during the day to scope out her house. And then that night we go in using the key. She left our friend. So technically we weren't really breaking in, but we definitely weren't supposed to be there. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, I thought I was a badass. Well, uh, beforehand we stole bottles. Okay, purr, another klepto. Stole bottles from the store and headed there. We had a few guys with us too and what got us caught was our friend leaving to get more people and turning their headlights on. The neighbors called the police and when we heard them pulling up, my friend and I ran out her back door and were hidden behind some trees. They literally didn't see us and we never planned to, or they weren't going to find us until we decided to go back because our guy friend was getting in trouble all alone i was so scared we stood outside for hours talking with police they were actually kind of cool about the whole thing after a while but not cool 
but not being dicks either. So that was nice. I was begging and pleading for them not to send me home with a knock on my front door. My parents thought I was asleep and my friends. And if they knew my stepdad would have, I would have been dead. By the grace of God, he let me go with my friends and we all snuck back into her house through the window. We got five days ISS and five days after school detention for that. Laughing my ass off. Sorry, that was incredibly long. Love you. Oh my God, love you too. But wow. Um, Okay, Riley, that sounds like a blessing that you didn't get in trouble at home. But at the same time, why the fuck did the school not call home? Or like, how was your parents just come? Did you ever tell your parents about this? Like, were they just, are they still just completely unaware? Like, I don't know. That sounds kind of crazy. But wow. Okay. Lakin. Okay, Camo, get into this. So I was literally seven to eight years old and I was poor growing up. Lived in government housing, type poor. Food stamps, all of it, okay? My grandmother raised us and wasn't able to keep up with three badass kids. So one day my twin brother and I decided we wanted some real fucking food. Man, we was tired of fucking government cheese, bruh. <laughs> I'm screaming. So we broke into his friend's house while they were gone and ate all their shit up. <laughs> they had gogurts and everything. The best part is before we left, we wrote them a letter posing as one of our classmates, which was my bestie at the time, and left them some of our Halloween candy. Girl, you know CPS <laughs> was there quite often, but they had our ass then. What? I can't believe the kind of child I was, no matter no wonder my daddy didn't come back. Oh, bitch. That just got deep. Wow. Um, okay, so I'm sorry for that. And I'm sorry that you had to experience that type of childhood. Uh, but at least you have stories to tell now. Hearing y'all's stories, though, is making me feel less of a badass. Okay, I don't feel like I was that bad. Because the only house I broke into was a foreclosure, okay? And maybe some people's sheds what and whatnot. But anyways, Catherine B. I thought that my gold chain wouldn't cut with scissors. So it was very dainty. And my mom got it for me as a gift when I was like five. So I tried. And yeah, that bitch was cut the fuck up into pieces. Laughing my ass off. I also have called the cops, broke a toilet, like shattered it. Oh, damn, bitch. And lit a lot of things on fire. This was all before I was 13 years old. Oh, my God. The fires. The fires. <laughs> Bitch, I was so fascinated with fire. That was another thing that I used to do as a child. I would get into trouble. I remember one time me and all the neighborhood kids, we like had uh, we would get newspapers, like the rolls of newspaper off people's porches, and we would light the whole bitch on fire. Like, what? What? We almost caught the whole fucking woods on fire one time. <laughs> Wow, I had a thing for fire. Also, I think I was in like eighth grade, maybe. I had wrote um some. I had wrote my, I think my name in the cul-de-sac with um WD forty and lit it on fire, and it it blackened all that cement. And my dad was pissed. My dad was so pissed. But I loved fires. I had a thing for fires too. Another anonymous. Me and my best girlfriend at the time, we were in sixth fucking grade, bitch. We had a sleepover and ended up watching a cheesy porno that we 
really thought was a TV show because of the way it was shot. We also masturbated together to it. Okay. So if you just thought it was a, a regular movie, y'all are just getting off to a regular movie. Like, what's going on? We used to do scandalous shit all the time. One time we took a bubble bath together. It was the first girl I had experimented with. But the fact that I was in sixth grade doing this fuckery, mm-mm-mm. We used to steal her mom's cigarettes and smoke them. Who the fuck did we think we were? Mm, sounds like a fun time to me. <laughs> uh, Leanne, I got arrested at nine for graffitiing a house. I wrote suck this and fuck. <laughs> so hard. Nine years old writing suck this and fuck. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Being a kid, it's such a thrill being mischievous and doing bad shit. Like saying cuss words and, you know. Um, okay, early childhood. One time in preschool, my mom noticed I had a huge booger in my nose for like three days. I refused to let her go near it. And she finally held me down and pulled it out. It was like a two and a half inch twig. Apparently, we'd gone on a field tra- trip on a nature center and I shoved that twig right up on up there. Oh, that sounds painful. My goodness. Um, okay. Me and my friend would lie to our mom and take a bus, then a trolley to Tijuana. Okay. Then take a taxi once there to the street with all the bars. We would drink until we blacked out, then somehow make it back home. Once I came home, I was still drunk. My mom made me go to church and take communion. I barfed all over the church. Damn. How the fuck were you getting away with all that? How were you drinking that young? I guess other uh, parts around the world be different. Holy shit. That sounds exciting. Okay. Okay. Let's see. We got some more messages. Okay. The flow mad. When I was eight or nine, me and my little brother tried or tied up my littlest brother probably three or four at this point, like taped him up into a ball, tied rope around him and left him out in the front yard for a little bit because we were home alone. When my dad got home, we got our asses beat. But it was so hilarious to me and my brother at the same time. Good memories. Oh my God. Fucked up shit we did to our siblings. I was the oldest and um, my brother, I would kind of have to be in charge of him. He was just so rambunctious as well and always was just like couldn't we both have crippling ADHD but he had it really early and was really bad and really showed signs of it he just always was running away and going here and going there and falling and throwing things and just yeah um but one time I took him we were on a field trip and uh, we went skating to a skating rink and he did not know how to skate he had never been on the floor and I pulled him out to the very middle holding his hand and then I left his ass there. I left his ass there. He's crying, he's falling, and I'm just like, <laughs> so fucked up. But the flow mad also said, this is just one, also this is just more dumb than anything, but I got arrested for stealing from Claire's when I was 14. Okay, more kleptos. I was at the mall and my dad was eating while with his friends and I had gone to where they were eating and asked for money, but he said no, and so I stole and said, period. I gotta do what you gotta do. I didn't get handed money when I went to the mall either, so I had to do what I had to do. I got arrested. There was 
an undercover in the store and the brat that I was at the time tried to blame my dad for it all. Like, give it a rest, babes. It was fully my dumb ass. You're right. Take accountability, queen. Okay. Ellen. I told my parents I was spending the night at a friend's house in Douglasville. We went to Athens with her to stay with her boyfriend and his friend. No business doing this at 17. You're right. You're right. But you know what? Live, laugh, love. Uh, Grace Renee, when I was about six or five or six, I was extremely bad. This particular day I had gotten sent home and expelled from Head Start for biting and kicking my teacher. Not the first time I had done this. My single mom was fed up and didn't know what to do. So she had taken me to our local police station for them to give me the talk. You know, bad people go to jail talk. Yeah, I didn't care and pulled their fire alarm at the station. I can't remember what happened after that, but I know my mom probably beat my ass into next year. Oh my God, you were a badass kid. Why are you, did you get in trouble with the police for pulling their fire alarm? Like what does? That's intense. Um, um, there's a few more I'm going to read. Jordan. One time when I was seven, my sister was 13. She made me really mad. So I took her perfume bottle, took off the cap, poured all her perfume down the sink and pissed in the bottle. I put it back in her room. And the next morning, you can guess what happened to me when she found out. Uh, yeah, I would have beat your fucking ass too, bitch pissing in my perfume bottle are you fucking kidding me uh-uh okay i used to play house with my neighbor we would literally be five and having lesbian sex in her room every week and not even know what we were doing oh my god holy shit our coochies weren't even fully developed they were bumping into each other okay taylor um taylor strong Hell yeah, you didn't say to be anonymous, so there's your shout out, girl. Another Taylor, Lynn. I got super drunk at a park, drove my aunt's car through the soccer nets, and then went airborne over a wall that I thought was a curb. Oh my God. I'm glad you're okay, queen. Um, let's see. I'm going to wrap it up here, y'all. Some of these are. Oh, okay. You know what? Brooke, I walked in on my mom literally rubbing her pussy on my dad's leg while he was down on one knee. They were both naked. Oh, my heavens. I would have been scarred. Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stop the reading there. Okay, y'all. Thank you for submitting. And I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode but this is it stay tuned next week i'll figure something out for you girls but i love y'all hold it down and you know just be gorgeous okay angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality it can be hard just to know where to start but now all you need to do is answer that 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.